Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whatever time it is, wherever you are, and welcome to the Help Sheffield podcast, episode 42 at a guess. This week, I've just got to give a shout out to Over the Yard Arm, which if you've not been, or even if you have been, still a new bar on Abbeydale Road between 335 and 337 Abbeydale Road, and they've got a lovely function room upstairs, which they've kindly allowed us to have to record this podcast. So I'm actually recording a podcast in person and none of that Zoom business. So if the quality's not great, give me a shout because I'm thinking of getting a microphone, but doing it on the iPhone at the minute. As has been the case for the last however long, we're going to do a little interview with someone. Today we have... Steph from Framework. Which is a... Homeless organisation in Sheffield. So I thought there's quite a lot of people on my Twitter who get angry with certain groups of humanoids in the city. So I thought I'd... um, try and find out what's actually going on there rather than just say no no don't be mean so we'll just start that Steph and see what framework we've got going on so first of all who are framework yeah so framework are a homeless organization We're actually based mainly in Nottingham in Sheffield we're just a really small branch of an outreach team um, so what we do is work with rough sleepers maybe people who are gonna be homeless as well so not necessarily people that are street homeless but our sort of bread and butter is working with people sleeping on the street we get a bit of money from the rough sleeper initiative within the council from independent housing service and also fundraised by framework as well privately fundraised day to day what we do every single morning including christmas day we get up at about 6 a.m and we go around to the places that we know rough sleepers are sleeping check they're alive see who they are see if we can help them and offer support And we do that sort of in the city centre itself. That's mainly walking around. But we do drive out to out of city as well. And we we base that on where we know people are, but referrals as well. So people can call in, they can use street link, they can email, text, and say, you know, I've seen someone, sometimes it's begging, or I've seen someone actually sleeping in Parsons Cross at the ASDA in Hansworth or wherever it may be and we'll go up and we'll check and see are they there can we help them so we do that every single morning and then in the day we're working with these people face to face and helping them navigate the quite complicated systems of sort of getting housed through the council or maybe returning to where they're from if they want to go home and sometimes they're not ready for housing they might want to help with benefits or accessing medical support, contacting friends and family. So we're quite flexible in what we can do and how we can help someone. But yeah, we work every single day, 6am. So how many people actually go out on the update? Oh, you are there, that's what I said. So there's me, I'm the team leader, and then there's six street outreach workers. Okay. Um, and there's two people that do outreach. But we, we do have guests, guest appearances as well. So sometimes we might get someone from substance misuse coming with us okay every thursday we go with pcso who his sole job is to police the homeless people in sheffield surprisingly got an incredibly good relationship with them yeah um they'll sort of say can you check if i'm wanted (laughs) (laughs) good Um, to know yeah absolutely (laughs) they've got a really good relationship with them so yeah we on different days we go out with different people but we're currently recruiting again but we did have a street outreach nurse as well so there's always two of us, but there's sometimes an additional person that comes out as well. Do you find that there is good integration generally between all the services? Because you've heard lots of different branches, like this roundabout, I'm aware of, Archer Project. Do yeah. you all work together? Could you work together better? 
So I think the external agencies work really well. I don't think it's always been like that. Every other Thursday, there's a huge multi-agency meeting where people like Ben Center, which is a day center like Archer yeah. Project, people from substance misuse, health, housing, CCTV, police, probation will all get together yeah. and discuss every single person that's rough sleeping or okay. creating a lot of antisocial behavior in the city center. So I think now it does work better together. And I think because we're on the ground every single day, we are sort of that little hub of information. So we pass on as much information as we can to all the relevant agencies. Yeah. How many people do you think are rough sleeping in Sheffield-ish? In August, we found 132 individuals rough sleeping okay. over the whole month. It really varies from day to day. Sometimes I've been on outreach this morning and we found 17 rough sleeping. But tomorrow we could go out and find 10 or 25. So it does really vary. So we there's different ways to count who's rough sleeping as well. You could look at what we found in a month. So yeah, in, in August it was 132. You can also, we do a head count every month where we get up at 4am and we go to every single spot that we've seen someone rough sleeping that past month. Okay. And last month we did that and found 35. But there's always going to be people we miss. Yeah. One of the things that always pops up on my Twitter thing is sort of people... Half the people seem to want to help, other half seem to think that homeless people are a nuisance. So what can people do to help you or homeless people? I know a lot of people are sort of discouraged in certain circumstances of giving money to people. So what's the yeah. sort of best advice you'd suggest for someone to help? Yeah. Yeah, people are really giving in Sheffield. I think that generally what I've seen is that people are really keen to help. There's an organisation called Help Us Help, which has tried to disseminate information about these are the organisations that are working with rough sleepers, give them your donations rather than directly to the person who's begging. Problem with giving money to someone who's begging is, is a very high chance there's alcohol or substance misuse issues there. Yeah. So it will be going towards that. So if someone really wants to help, they could contact Ben Center, Archer Project, Framework. We'll take things, you know, um, duvets or an unwanted radio and we'll give those to people who've moved into homes. You could donate money to those organisations. If you really want to give someone something directly, my advice is always offer them a coffee or food. We, we do that a lot with them. That builds good engagement. I think a lot of the time they're after a chat as well. You know, they don't like to be ignored or felt invisible. No one does. So our what we say is we would advise you not to give money. I don't pass judgment on anyone that does. No, no, if um, I'm sleeping on the street, I want to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so, you want to escape your reality. Yeah, you do. I, I, can't, I can't necessarily yeah. blame someone for it, but it's not necessarily helping them either. So, yeah. um, I don't know. Yeah. Take your pick, I suppose. Yeah, so I would say food, drink, that's a really nice thing to do. Have a chat with them. But definitely, you know, we've got a free number that anyone can ring if they're concerned about someone. So Could you say what it is? Yeah, it's 0800 066 5358. And that goes directly through to our office in Sheffield. Yeah. If we're all out and about, we'll put it on the voicemail, but we pick that up within an hour. Okay. And if, if you've gone past someone that you're concerned about, we will come out and see them there and then. So on a day to day, so obviously you're dealing with people who are hungry. Um, do, you provide, do you help people find housing or is that... 
yes. down the line is that is a long term process because obviously a lot of people have become what's the word unsocialised I suppose you're used to living on the street aren't you and someone says here's a yeah. house and you go oh I don't want to be inside anymore however that might manifest yeah most of the housing in Sheffield for these kind of clients is done through the council so if someone's got significant mental health or physical health they can get temporary accommodation and that will be something like a B&B a hotel yeah and that is immediate quite often our clients will say I don't want to go in anywhere at the minute fine we'll help them with other things yeah but quite often they do want to go in so that's the first thing we'll do we'll help them get assessed by the council and then they'll see based on their circumstances what the options are Obviously, those B&Bs, we've got to be upfront with them. These are their risks. If they've got convictions, this is their substance misuse. But there are specialised B&Bs. We're not talking boutique B&Bs. Yeah, I think I know of a few. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the long-term options are things like supported accommodation. So a lot of people, they won't be tenancy ready, like you say. Yeah. Um, you know, going in from the street where you've got community to a tenancy, it's really scary, it's really lonely, it's difficult to manage. So there are hostels as well. It's often a one in, one out scenario. But those options do come up. And then when people are ready, and some people are ready from the street to move on to tenancies. But the problem at the minute is there's not many single people tenancies yeah. in Sheffield. The council do their best. There's not unlimited beds. So we have to sort of, it's, you know, the council have the really tricky job of prioritizing sometimes who to place. And then, on top of that, you know, some of our clients, they do have significant mental health issues. They do have substance misuse issues. So if they've been in a few places and been evicted or left because it's triggered some of their mental health and they feel that they can't deal with that, the options for them get less as well. So we deal with some cases where it's really quick, get them in somewhere that works, they do really well. You know, it might be someone who's lost their job, marriage is broken down, they've never been in that situation, you can get them off the street quite quickly and they can really prosper. Some of our other clients, it's like a revolving door and it's really long term and it's about getting the right services around them and getting them involved with mental health and substance misuse at the same time as housing. Uh, so it can be quite a long process. Cool. I've heard it said you're only two steps away from two major disasters in your life to end up on the street. So obviously it could be a breakdown of a marriage and loss of a job within a week and you're just like, where do I go? I think a lot of people tend to think that there's an idea that people, it happens because that person became an addict and then left home rather than being a, I'm on the street, now what do I do? Yeah. And that's where you sort of end up. I don't really know, what, coming back to what you said before about talking to people, to actually hear their stories, I presume would build empathy with those. And I suppose you've built that over time. You probably yeah. know your clients really well. And yeah, and it is just my opinion. I don't think anyone becomes homeless because they're a drug addict. Mm -hmm. I think they might be misusing drugs before they become homeless, that might be a contributing factor. But when I look at the clients that I work with and know, their mental health and the amount of childhood trauma, whether that be an unstable home, maybe neglect, sexual abuse is really high, domestic violence, witnessing violent crimes, that seems to be the common denominator for a lot of them. And then accessing mental health support is really hard. So the drug use becomes a sort of self-medication and then once you're in that situation 
it just sort of it all keeps it keeps you in a big cycle the yeah. drug use yeah I mean we've got clients who are you know that they've been using drugs and escaping some of the problems and issues that they've got for so long to, to stop taking drugs would so you're going back to, to things that have built up over 30 years and all that trauma yeah I can't imagine how that would feel to be honest with you I'm not the greatest person in the world I don't often stop and give money I occasionally have a chat I got thanked yesterday just for saying I ain't got any change on me mate I'm just like that's all you need to say. I do think the invisible thing is a massive thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Just people walking past you and paying down. I've seen a couple of people recently reading books. They're clearly begging for money, but they just sat right, I might as well read a book while I'm here. And I just think, yeah. oh, that's more, more engaging to me. I just think, oh, I'm going to talk to you, because you're not... Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if there's a right way to beg or a wrong way to beg, but I think if people are constantly saying, can I have some money? I think the average citizen's like, oh, we'll stumble past people, don't they, rather than giving you the time of day. Yeah. Um, so, apart from the phone number that you've already given us, where else can people find you? You're on website, you've got, you're on Twitter, obviously. Yeah, so we're on Twitter, and our Twitter handle is, is if that's what it's called, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not really down with it, is Sheffield SOT. So people can tell us there if they're concerned. The phone number, 0800 066 5358. That can be given to clients as well. They okay. call us a lot. It's a free number, but people can refer into there. We do have an email as well, which is Sheffield SOT at framework ha.org. All of that just comes directly into us. And like I said, we, we're a very responsive team. We'll go out, if we've already done outreach, we'll go out the next day, or we'll go out even that day if there's someone who people are really concerned about. Yeah. I think the, the two questions that I always ask on the podcast, or I've done recently, which I think you probably answered, but what can Sheffield do to help you as a business company charity I don't know why you in charity yeah charity I think calling us when they see someone you know if if you're concerned about someone and that could be because their behavior you know is off-putting or you just see someone who's not looking well or you might you know you might be very empathetic or compassionate and and think that they need a bit of help please just let us know where we are where they are because we can't be everywhere all the time and there's a lot of people that we miss so I think calling us and just communicating where people are is a massive help. Actually, since we've been doing Twitter a bit more, and recently we've been up sort of London Road, St. James's Retail Park and Exel Road, putting up our posters and letting sort of staff of shops know that they can call us. Yeah. We've seen an increase in that, which just means we can help more people. So it sounds like even though you're a small team, you'd rather be over-called than under-called. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah we love being busy. <laughs> <laughs> are you 24-7 then, or...? You just get up no, in the middle of the night and yeah, so, of it. Yeah, we either get up at sort of for a four AM shift or a six AM. The rest of the team will come in at eight or nine. Okay. But by five, phones are off um, and we're at home. But we're every single day of the year. If if you see someone late at night and they're desperate for housing and they're homeless, you can call the council. They've got an out of hours service. And that number's O eight hundred seven three one one six eight nine. You can call us, but it will just go through to a voicemail. We'll pick it up the next okay. day. You're good at this rambling, aren't you? Oh, I've um, those <laughs> so many times. And I've got useless uh, date of birth in my head as well. Or <laughs> the benefit payment dates. Normally when I do this on Zoom, you can hear people clicking going, what's the number? Where, who, who am I? How do I do this? <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to add that I've not really prompted you to tell me about? No, I guess the rough sleepers can get a lot of bad press. Yeah. You know, there can be a lot of them in the city centre, and I, I get that sometimes they can come across as intimidating. 
a lot of them do just need help and support and that comes in many forms so please yeah just get in touch and we're really happy just to speak to people even if they want to know more about what we do and how we help they can just give us a ring and I think communication is key. Do you have volunteers? Do you have people come out and just... So we currently have one volunteer in the office who's actually someone with lived-in experience. So that's someone who's been living on the street before, yeah. had substance misuse issues. But in general, because the clients we work with, but they have gone through trauma and they're very difficult to work with for many reasons and their information is really confidential you have to sort of be DBS checked but if anyone is interested in volunteering you can find more information on the framework uh, website there's a application form you can fill out okay great I think that's all I've got for you yeah and we're in the pub oh the reason we're in this pub is because having the Sheffield Socials meet up here afterwards so anybody have not seen my tweets about this once a month we're doing a little thing Sheffield Socials it's basically turn up usually in a pub or we've done it in the board game cafe somewhere central-ish just turn up, talk about whatever you want. doesn't have to be about business. Some people do, some people don't, but that's entirely up to you. And I'll leave the final word to Steph, which will be this. Have a lovely evening. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Cheers.